0: If you're anything like me, you've always had a sense that there was more to life, that there was more than what you saw, what you had experienced and what you had been exposed to. I never knew exactly where this yearning, this desire came from for more. And I didn't know exactly what that more was. I just knew that there was more for me. Well, God created each and every one of us with a specific purpose in mind. And that purpose, that's your more. See, there's more for me and there's more for you. So as we journey and draw closer to God, we'll get to know him. And as we get to know God better, we'll get to know ourselves better and understand ourselves better. And that's when it all begins to work together and it will be revealed to us. We will discover what the more is that God has for us. So let's continue to journey together. And as I discover the more that God has for me, I'm confident that you too will discover that God has more for you. Let the journey continue. Welcome to More For Me with yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on with you? I pray that all is well your way. And for those things that are not, I pray that they will soon be that way. But while you wait, in the meantime, in between time, may you rest in God's peace. There's no better place to be than in his hands. So stay there. Well, this week, this week, this week. Guys, I have noticed that I've been doing a little um, regressing in terms of some of my thoughts not like the the mental stuff I was talking about the past couple of weeks but in a different way right so i have been working pretty hard to make sure i have a positive outlook on life and i noticed in the past like month or so that i haven't been as positive in my outlook something that i basically like to call reframing um to be able to reframe what i see around me what i experience um to to see the hope, right? Not to be so negative, negative. and that's something that I—I I don't know if it's because I've been having uh, many more opportunities to reframe, and that I'm—I'm I'm like overwhelmed, and I'm like, oh, I can't keep up, I can't keep up. Uh, that's probably not the case, but I wanted to talk about it today because it's so important, at least for me, um, what allowed for me to get to this point where I could come before you, week in and week out, and talk about, and even want to have a show that's about hope and possibility, right? That. That no matter what we face in life, good or bad, that it's an opportunity to become a better version of ourselves. Literally, as we traverse our journey, our own personal, unique journey towards the destination of more that God has for each and every one of us. Like literally, in order to get to that place, I had to practice and make progress, not perfection, but make progress in terms of reframing what I saw and experienced in life because we live in a simple world and nobody's guaranteed to have all rainbows lollipops and uh and sunshine that's not realistic so when i talk about reframing uh, and hope and possibility i am being realistic i'm not saying that like bird poop on your shoulders, a good thing, like not as gross, disgusting, and might want to make you go back in the house and not come back out for at least the rest of that day. But the idea that there are things that happen that are not good, they don't make you happy, they don't make you feel great about yourself or maybe somebody else, but that it's possible that something good can come from it, right? And so with that, let's dig into this notion of reframing. What is reframing? I think simply put, reframing is allowing for yourself to see a thing from a different perspective. Legit. Now, to go beyond that, uh, that different perspective lends itself, I would say, to hope and possibility. Um, so if it's something that was done to you, you could take it personal. You can think that it was done with malicious intent. Or you could see that thing from a different perspective, which allows for you to consider the humanity um, associated with the person that may have done said thing to you. Um, And while it may not remove the sting, the pain associated with what happened, that it could allow for you to uh, realize that they could have had a bad day, that it could have been an accident and it just played out differently um, in terms of what you received from it or how you were impacted. pretty vague example i know i normally be jumping in here with all of the good examples with my kids my husband and so on i don't really have one <laughs> this week to, to to drive that home and in our first take my husband didn't like my hypothetical example so i can't use that one again because he was taking it personal you know he's like hey what's this made up stuff but anyway um Again, the art and the skill that we all should develop of reframing what we experience, what we see, and sometimes even the things that we say and do to other people and or ourselves. Like, how can we reframe or see that thing in a different way? Um, the Bible says, I think it's like Romans 8, 28. Might be wrong. It's definitely Romans chapter 8. But that all things are working together for the good of those who love the Lord who, and who are called according to his purpose. Now, I took that pause because I was like, that's it, right? That's the end of it. Yep, I think I got it. Uh, But if I really believe what the Bible says about this, then how can everything that happens to me and or to others, how is that thing truly working? How is God using that for good? How can good come out of it? But I know that as I look back over some of the experiences that I've had in my life, that ultimately things that happened that they did, Position me in a place like where I am now, and I experience fruit today that literally that disappointment. There it is, right? That example just popped in my head, right? I interned uh, like in the automotive industry. I'm from Detroit. I think I've said it here before, but I'm from Detroit. And so I had the privilege of interning in the automotive industry. It started when I was a junior in high school, going into my senior year of high school. So I had four internships, um, in the automotive industry, three with the same company. And three years, like afterwards, it's like, man, the super intern is surely going to get, and I may have actually shared this with you guys before, but like the super intern is surely going to get a, um, a job offer. I did not get a job offer at the end of my internship. And at first I was like, Oh, the nerve, what? This is ridiculous the world's going bad, um, especially these people. But turns out um, my first job offer in actually corporate experience, it was with a company that hired me in Illinois. So I had the privilege of relocating to um, the Chicagoland area for my first job opportunity. Now there was straight disappointment in not getting a job offer from this company that I had invested a lot in during my summers, and they had invested a lot in me and bringing me back on as an intern. But hindsight, I look back, I'm like, yo, it would have been terrible. No offense, but it would have been terrible for me to stay in Detroit. There was so much that I was able to do, to learn, and in way, the ways that I was able to grow by moving, even though Illinois is not that far, right? It's still a drive. I used to drive home a whole lot that first year. Um, But it's still just a drive away. But I still had an opportunity to spread my wings and truly grow, some of which I don't think would have happened if I was still um, at home and mom, dad, grandma, siblings, same old, same old, and just going with the flow. I don't think I would have grown as much as I did early on in, in that opportunity. So like, that's one of those ways where in the moment, I was kind of like, you... Not so nice words. Uh, (laughs) Where's my job offer? But later on, like the reframing of that bad thing, like you didn't get a job offer. But I mean, I wasn't unemployed. I did have a job offer. It just, I just wanted one from them as well. I also wouldn't have gotten paid as much. So it was just so many reasons why it was an amazing thing for me not to get a job offer from that company because I would have taken it and just settled in complacency and being uh, content, like, oh, I'm good where I'm at. And that's not, that's not that's not what God had for me. So being able to see that thing, that was negative. That was bad. It wasn't good. It didn't make me feel great about myself, the work that I had done previously and all so on and so forth. But that, hey, this is a chance for me to do something different. This is a chance for me to get out of my comfort zone and the first of many to be stretched um, in a way and not have all the safety nets uh, that I would have surely relied upon and played it safe, right? I began to to move in a way to, um, to allow for God to be, begin to really really stretch and grow me and to start utilizing me, not only to move me towards more, but to expose those who are around me and close to me to more. So I, I share that to say, negative things, again, can be reframed, not just because I want to look and be unrealistic, but the reality is even in that bad thing, that there was something a lot, of some things in that particular example that are really good and working together to kind of really catapult me in this case into what God really had called me to. So the challenge that I have for you is how do you look at things that are said and are done to you, um, that aren't so good because the opportunities that we receive and experience, Throughout our life, like they're not guaranteed to be good. You're going to have some bad ones for sure. So how do you look at that and in a way not lose hope and or become so down on yourself and or others that um, like the world and life just sucks? How do you do that? I dare to say it's the practice of reframing things and making sure that you can see it, right? Because uh, if God is in everything and he's working all these things together for our good, then there has to be some hope in it all. You look back in the Bible and you say, like, Job, like, where was the hope? It's like, Job's wife is like, "Man, curse God and die. This this sucks. Your life sucks, buddy. Just go ahead and tap out. But... (laughs) He was able to reframe it in in a way and see what was happening to him, what he was what he was experiencing and still be hopeful and to trust and have faith in God. And so how can we do that with what we experience? Um, I'd say even as you practice these things, as more difficult and arduous things begin to come your way, it begins easier to see the hope, to see the possibility, to see the light, to see God in it all because you're you're accustomed not to seeing the negative in the darkness, but that you're you're looking for the light. you know that it's there, no matter how hard or how difficult things get. Um, so this is something to remind myself because it seems like I said earlier, like the opportunities are a bit abundant these days for me to reframe, but that I need to continue practicing uh, the art and the skill of reframing what I see, what I hear, and what I experience. and I want to encourage you to do the same thing. How can I slow down enough to not just react in instinctively, let my reflexes kick off and I'm popping off on people and things, but no, to slow down enough to, to see God moving and or just to remind myself to have faith and trust in him that he is moving, that he will move in a tangible way that I'll see and I'll experience and it'll all be for my good in the end. Encouraging word, and I hope that you receive it, but, I hope that you practice it so that you can begin to experience it, and that belief takes root in your heart and you you don't they're not just words that I'm saying there's not they're not just words that you read in the Bible about all things working together for the good, but it really is the thing that you experience and that you live out good or bad as things come that God's got you have trust put your trust in him, have faith in him, and know that it's just an opportunity for you to become a better version of yourself on this journey. Not a simple journey, journey, not a smooth journey, not an easy journey, but it's your life journey towards the destination of more that God has for you. He created you for more. He had more in mind before you were even born. So let's progress towards that destination. Holding on to God's unchanging, never failing hand and Man, letting that love and light shine a little bit so that others realize that there's the hope and the possibility for their lives as well. Yo, that's it for this week. I hope that you begin. um, And if you've already been a part of, (laughs) of the strategy, I hope you continue to reframe what it is that you see and you experience so that you can hold on to the hope, the faith, the trust in God as we move. Because God has more for me and God has more for you. Now, let's get it. Take care. With everything that we face in life, both good and bad, we are presented with an opportunity to become a better version of ourselves. It's up to us, though, to make the time to seize those opportunities. I hope that this episode helped increase your level of self-awareness, encouraged you, and even challenged you. Now, I would like to connect further with you. There are a few ways in the show description that you can do just that. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. You can also rate and review the show. Thank you so much and continue to journey with me.